Welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 141, God of War Ragnarok, with me, George, and as always joined this week by RGT, Kratos, to my boy. <laughs> How's it going? Really well, actually, George, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Before we rip into it, everyone sat around going, hang on a minute, we're only tuning in for the American. Well, sadly, he's not very well. But because of the way the new trifecta of UCP is organised in Series 4, I'm arranging my fingers to try and make a triangle, but I seem to only be making squares back to school for me. Because of the way it's orchestrated, <laughs> you're getting an episode because, guess what? Your world's greatest understudy me is here, falling under the shadow of the mighty, mighty giant of the computing scene, Retro Gamer Thomas. Lucky to have you here. To all those wanting to wish Bobby the best, hop on the Discord and do so. Uh, he's he's fine. I think he's got a little bit of a yeah. He called it a strep throat. I, I don't know what that is. Maybe it's an American term for sore throat. Either which way, we wish him our best. I'm sure he's Definitely. gaming. So yeah, we'll see so, him, Bobby. Sony Santa Monica don't need to worry. He'll be playing God of War. And for those that want to stick around to the feature, we're going to give you a behind the scenes preview discussing not only the changes between God of War. 2018 reboot and Ragnarok also highlight some of the new realms controls graphic settings really what to expect no spoilers stories calm down put your teeth (laughs) in George no story spoilers and very minimal story spoilers for the original as well so feel safe to tune in and listen without completely ruining the experience for yourself and all those around you with all that said and done and with you being in fine form, RGT, I ought to swing round to you and say, Odders, grip that wheel. Why you been playing? Uh, you'll be pleased to know not much FIFA. Two Good. games last night. That is all I've played this week. Two matches last night. Um, but other than that, uh, Nino Cooney 2, I've cracked on a bit more of that, about mm. 10 hours in. Mm-hmm. Really enjoying that game. It's definitely gripped me. It's, it's weird because it's about four games in one. The whole genre thing is really different in that. I mean, you're one minute you're a action third-person RPG, then you're in sort of in a more of a zoomed-out, isometric retro RPG with random battles. Then you're into a RTS war side of it. And I've now gone into, I've just started chapter three, and I've just gone into, um, it's like a Sim City. You've got to build your kingdom in a Sim City role. So it's literally, literally four different genres here in the game. Very good. Wow. And okay. the pace of the games, the pace of the game is absolutely spot on. To be honest, I've only played the original. Um, based on the reviews, the original is seemingly held as the better game. Are you going to dust it off? No doubt you've got Definitely. it for PS3 unplayed on the shelf mm-hmm. behind you. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> what made you start yeah. with two? Um, 
just saw it in the shop and I just thought, oh, I really need to get into these. I was looking for something else to play. You know, we've had a bit of a lull period on the PS5. They're looking for PS4 games I haven't dipped into. And I mean, it was cheap. It was cheap. It was literally a five, six pound. And I thought, yeah. well, I'm going to give it, I'm, I'm going to give it a go. Um, and I'm trying, you know, as I keep saying, I'm trying to get into JRPGs and not, um, you know, because so much I haven't played and missed out on. I thought I'm, I'm, I'll give it a go. Um, and I've when do you think you're going to go full blown weeb on us? Oh, don't know. I'm edging my way in gently, and then I'm going to backtrack to some of the classics. I think. Nice. Okay. Very mm. good. What yeah. else has been on the? Uh, what else has been on the menu? Um, well, I'll tell you what I have played. This is my little retro pick of this week, little hidden gem. Hidden gems from RGT, like that opal fruit you found on the back of the settee. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. No worries. Yeah. Hey, yeah, note that it was an opal fruit as well, not a Starburst, just really showing you the age of said. I don't uh, recognise. I don't recognise Starburst. I don't recognise Snickers as marathons. It's opal fruit. That's how it should be. He's not a man for labels. No. That's why he's in, that's why he's in a serious <laughs> lawsuit right now. <laughs> um, yeah, we digress a bit there. What but, was that um, song? I don't know. I'll do a new one every week because my memory... Do a new one I, every week, yeah. yeah. okay. Opal this, Fruits. <laughs> um, this one's not actually a game itself. It's actually quite an affordable system. Uh, this was, yeah, this was lent to me by our good man in the Discord, Digital Mungry. He uh, popped down the shed, had a little look in the week, and um, he brought along his Evercade. Mm. It's the first time I've played on one. I've, I've been tempted to dip in. I haven't dipped in because I think there's something else that I will collect for, and they're numbered cartridge cases, so you're going to – you know what I'm like. I'll have to get them in order, one, two, three, four, you know. So anyway, he's brought that along, and I'm very impressed for the money – I'm very impressed with the, with the collection you can get. I mean, if you're someone who's a casual gamer, someone who wants to get into a bit of retro, um, but only wants to dip in and out, want something affordable, it's very good. The emulation's very good on the screen. What's well, emulation? They're cart- obviously cartridges, so you've got, you, you know. So wait, 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 stop field. me here. Stop me here. As good as mm-hmm. this recommendation is, and it's exactly what you're here for, it's the perfect sort of foil, it's the perfect sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You're... This to me feels like it's starting off a little bit of a rhythm. So your first ever retro game recommendation, hidden gem, something affordable, something a couple of quid, is the mm-hmm. full ever is yep. is a, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. It's a full Evercade system. God knows how many of the cartridges. How well, much is that going to set somebody back today? If you want, if you want, if you want the base model starter pack um, on the Evercade, it's fifty nine ninety nine. You know, pounds. Do you know what? I'm actually going to say that's more affordable than I expected. That's actually fair. Yeah, and I think the games at the moment are seventeen ninety nine. Well, they vary with how many you get on. Some of them have got those gorgeous looking big big boxes with the cartridges in. That's only going to set you back fifteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine. Seven. Let's not let a couple of pound get in between friends. I know we don't normally. So what? <laughs> Praytale did. What cartridges did you experience? Have did you play the latest cartridge? And where does the Evercade Museum experience start and stop currently? 
But the thing I like, I think it's something for everyone. I mean, if you like, if you're right back into your 8-bit micros, you know, and you like a bit of the original retro, a bit of platform, a bit of Dizzy, you've got the Oliver Twins collection on there. If you like your Atari 2600, 7800, anything around them, Atari Arcade, you've got the Atari collection one and two. You've got Data East collection, you know, if you like a few mm. shooters or bits and pieces. Mm. I mean, there's something. There's Interplay. Um, What's on the Interplay go- cart? Um, I'll soon tell you. I've got it here. Hang on. There's two interplays as well. So there's, let's have a look. I'll tell you what's on here. We have um, on this collection two, you've got Earthworm Jim 2. You've got, I can hardly read these. I need my glasses on. Um, Prehistoric Man. You've got uh, Bad Gravity. Um, you've also got in the other case, you've got Titan. You've got, there's a few other titles which I've never heard of, so I've been sort of dipping in and out. Um, but they're quite addictive and they play really well. I'll, I'll give them a do. They do play really well on that handheld. That's what worried me, whether they'd... Do you, know my, do you know my takeaway from this whole experience? And this is a classic George takeaway. Mm-hmm. We need to get a Patreon going to get your eyes lasered. Yeah, uh, it's a bit dark in the shed. I haven't got the lights on, but there you go. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> and then just yeah. get you some blue Energy light crisis, glasses. George. Energy crisis. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I don't know how we can afford I don't know how we can afford to run that laser. Uh, I'm sitting in the dark. <laughs> well, you know, Farmerton Ponsonbury Manor is meant to be dark. It's meant to be slightly intimidating, and uh, it saves money. The third Earl, he wouldn't put wires in, so we still don't have that. I'm running off a... Uh, <laughs> I'm running off an extension lead here from the uh, wagon and horses. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll make it work somehow. That is amazing. Let's let's do your, let's call it there and do your an outro. RGT, he knows how to make you happy. He spends all your pocket money dead quick and snappy. RGT's hidden gem, much like the lettuce, but in 8-bit, I don't know. Probably That's beautiful. It's beautiful. Fell on its, let's face it, fell on its arse in the outro. <laughs> don't don't, don't even look at me. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I didn't just let you down. I let the whole team down. And when you let the whole UCP team down, it's going to be hell in the Discord later, isn't it, to be fair? So <laughs> I must apologise for that straight off the bat. With that all done... Much like your forebear, Tom, you didn't think to ask me, so I'll tell you what I've been playing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the way Celebrity's gone to your head so quickly. I, I, I was just letting you finish your song. I didn't get a chance to play, but, uh, to say, but hang on, hang on. George, what have you been playing? You see the horse in the paddock? Mm-hmm. You see the stable door you've just closed? Yep. It's too late, mate. It's gone. Oh, it's, it, oh, Mumsy, I'm so, I'm too tired. I'll tell you what, what's going on. I'm struggling today because I'm tired. Because for some reason, last week I told you I was going to dive into the very hottest, latest PS5 game. I was going to death loop it. I was going to return it. I was going to do this. Mm-hmm. I was going to do that. I was going to do the other. 
browsing the online collection that I've built up over the years of playing on PlayStation, I noticed I had Shadow of War, the sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The game's utter tripe, if I'm honest. It's, right. it, it's clever, it's got the nemesis, but it feels like a clunky game in the background. It's nice, it's got some bits to it, some of the online mm. functionality is a bit lacking now because it's a bit of a dead game. Mm. But the whole process of fighting orcs, levelling up yourself and them levelling up. So if you die in this game, obviously you respawn at one of these big towers within this this realm. But the guy that beat you levels up as well. And some of the dialogue they come out with is like, Hey, up, human! Yeah! Nice <laughs> to see you! I like to taste of pig flesh! Oh, so it's sort of orc safe London accent, is it? But they've all have a safe London accent. They've all they? got like variants of it, and each one <laughs> says something different. There must be so much dialogue for this game because there here you are. <laughs> I wonder when I'll get a chance to have a go at you, pigskin. Yeah, uh, you know all sorts of weird stuff like you messed around with my blood. Brother, well, surprise, I'm ready to meet you myself. <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, and obviously you f- you track them as they go through. Uh, there was right. one guy early on, and it's completely random. I've done some research on the nemesis system as they dub it, and it's all about you building the narrative within your mind. This is only a very small part of the game, but uh, mm-hmm. it's one that's pretty cool. They all, they've all got like these... There's beast slayers, there's beast riders, there's like... Yeah, I love a bit of fire. Question is, do you? (laughs) I've made these up, but it's the sort of thing they would say. Yeah. And as you get further into it, it becomes a bit more of a tower defence-like game. You build up them. There's a a Lord of the Rings-themed story running in the background that is of minor appeal. It, It plays very fast and loose with Tolkien lore. So if you... If you use a similarian as your sort of Bible, this game's probably going to do you nothing. If you kind of loosely dip into the films, you're probably going to love it, let's face it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I've been playing a bit of that. I'm trying to think what else I've actually been gaming on. Uh, I think I did a bit more Detroit Become Human, but mainly this game has sucked the living wits out of me. Like I didn't finish playing it last night till three o'clock. Yeah, Maybe no, gone for it. Oh, no. you know up till three? No, duvet under the door, tape over the keyhole. <laughs> she never Good knew. Move. Okay, yeah, play it cool. Mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller-style tape of me snoring near the door means mm-hmm. I'm there doing the whole... Um... Brilliant. Yeah, whether it will survive... How many hours you put in it then? Did you... I don't even want to talk to you about that. More... Oh, dear, I've got you. More than I should have done. Mm-hmm. Less than I care to admit. More than I care to admit, just just generally shame. <laughs> so is that like sort of third person sort of action? Yeah, RPG? it's a third person action like RPG. Hack and slash? Mm, yeah, I mean, I, there's not a lot of detail in the mechanics. You get stats to level you up. You do feel okay. pretty overpowered from the start. It uses what I would call the Mad Max Batman Arkham engine, where it's uh, where okay, to yeah. hit, triangle to counter. The counter yeah. window in this game is pretty large as well. You're getting attacked by, you know, large hordes so it's nice that the window for repelling an attack is quite large because you can Mm. be really deep into a couple of square hits on someone and then triangle appears on the screen and the batman games that probably resulted in you getting a kidney punch but in this 
you kind of roll your sword backwards and deflect from another angle and then mm-hmm. you carry on fine. Yeah. And, you know, very early on in the game, I was getting sort of combos of 30, 40, 50 hits. So, oh, right. and yeah, I've yeah. been north of that now as my characters progressed. And you so is that like over. sort of a visual cue you get for when they're going to attack and you can press your triangle, is it? And then it literally is triangle on screen. You know, you, oh, just, okay, yeah. you see it and you yeah. press it much like Batman. Boom, you know yeah, it and yeah, it's yeah. done. Uh, and, you, you know, your staff, you can suck the life out of these guys because uh, obviously it's a sequel to a game, so you lose your powers kind of at the beginning, so you get them again loosely and then rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, so within that, you first of all, you can increase your or top your health up by sucking the life force out of an orc or other living creature. So there's rats sticking oh, okay. around that you can absorb. Then yeah. as you get further into the game, you not only can absorb them, but you can then get them to fight for you. So they will accompany you around these areas, these orc sort of lairs. Oh, okay. And then when you get further into the game, you can then start recruiting orc captains to work for you. So then you have this sort of army that you are building at these each different sites. So you have to dominate enough of them, recruit the captain, and then give him underlings as bodyguard. Mm-hmm. You give yourself a bodyguard. Uh, yeah, yeah. The detail is there. Sometimes it feels a little bit like. Do you remember the original sort of Star Wars Battlefront, where it was like it felt like a load of things that weren't from that game nailed together? You know, like here's the mm. arena. They tried to do a story mode, and you sort of washed you through it. Something tells me, and I've not done the research. This game had a very large component of taking your armies online and leveling them up against other players. Okay, and also, yeah. within the single player story, there's a component to teach you that. Uh, and also take you on a bit of a Lord of the Rings journey. It's a nice game. Um can see spending hours. Sometimes it looks a bit wonky. Sometimes it looks great. There seems to be no... I, I think some of the darker worlds suit it better as well, because I'm currently in this sort of lush green forest area. Mm. And, and as nice as it is, it does feel doesn't feel very Lord of the Ringsy. Without you know, okay, it's a little bit. Yeah. For me, I've got like a tropical vibe. The skies are always blue. The trees have like a palm tree vibe to them. It's probably completely not how it is. It's probably set two doors down from Frodo Baggins, and I've just completely misread the environmental cues. <laughs> but that's me. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think. Well, I've been playing. I've picked up some uh, bits and bobs. Um, Hellgast Edition Killzone Three, the one with the helmet. It's the first time me talking about my helmet's been acceptable on air. Uh, Sly Raccoon, Thieves in Time. Mm. And because I'm so buoyed up, I actually bought the original game, Shadow of Mordor, um, on. <laughs> and because it's only. I bought it on PS3 and PS4. Why? Who knows or cares at this point? Just go with it, you know, <laughs> collection reasons. Yeah. Um, with that all done uh i probably ought to confess it's time for the news i think don't you oh yeah actually tell a lie bobby gave us an update do you want me to give you bobby's this is how good bobby is as a ucp employee he sent in his homework even though he can't attend how wonderful is that yeah yeah definitely let's let's cover him off uh where are we grinder yeah, private messages. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Okay, 
He says, Gotham Knights, playing Gotham Knights with my brother Scott on the pier. Playing Gotham Knights with my brother Scott on the PS. <laughs> I can't do him justice. There's been some minor glitches, but nothing game-breaking or progress-stopping. There are plenty of enemy types of all four heroes play completely differently. All characters level up the main character you choose, various suit and gadget combos as well. All characters have also got different dialogue when they're faced with similar situations. Graphically, it looks just as good as Arkham Knight, despite being released seven years later. I think that's a bit of a backwards stab, but uh, I'm sure he can fill us more in on that. Combat is challenging. Also, various ways you can take down the enemies. Some of the family cutscenes are a bit eye-rolling, but overall, I'm still enjoying it. Last of Us Part 1 got to the third chapter, and it's just so beautiful and brutal at the same time. Really flows together with Part 2 now. Definitely worth picking up for new fans or on sale for older fans. Comes in with this, Crisis Wing. He bought this on sale for $5 and he enjoyed this old school bullet hell shoot him up. Nothing mm. special at all, really, just a straightforward shoot him up. Also became his 271st Platinum. 271. He says, if you want, you can update the fans. Lol. At the end of the day, they're only here to find out what Bobby's playing. The mm. only person listening now, Rose Space Monk and Elliot's mother. <laughs> I found the point at which they, they everyone else tunes out. And it's right before the news. So thank you to our two listeners. If you want to get in the Discord, <laughs> please do. We asked last week for new people to join the Discord. Your threats went mm-hmm. unheard, RGT. Yep. Why? What What part of free is freaking people out? Is I there anything no there that forces people to commit to some sort of weird friendship or they're held at gunpoint or they're made to feel guilty? Or could you just come and silently peruse the discord without dipping in the discord you can come join the discord there's um so many even just gaming on there there's so many different little subsections we've got we chat about literally anything and it's a very very friendly little place come get even if you haven't never been on discord before Try us out as your first time. So Elliot's really mum, come join the Discord, getting culinary, mm-hmm. culinary delights. There's even a section yeah. about Downton Abbey. Come on. Yeah. There's there's a bit for everyone on there. There is. And if you're listening mm-hmm. and you haven't got your mother listening, well, mm-hmm. who even are you? <laughs> are you ready for the news? I certainly am. We've scoured the very darkest of the regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, you're going to love this, Switch is a grower, not a shower. We don't Ooh. need to tell you that the Nintendo Switch has proven to be a remarkable success since its launch over five years ago. The numbers speak for themselves as per the last official announcement from Nintendo global sales for the console surpassed 111 million. Although we should have some fresh figures for you very soon. Stay tuned. Making it Nintendo's most successful home console and third most successful Nintendo platform overall behind the Game Boy and Nintendo DS. Something that's honestly come as a bit of a surprise to us. However, is that the Switch has now only surpassed Xbox One sales in the UK. We admittedly assumed that such a feat would have been accomplished yonks ago. No offence, Xbox, but I see Switches on every street corner. Every Mm. kid's got one. Every grown-up's got one, so what's going on? According to head of industry games dot, in gamesindustry.biz, Christopher Dring, the Switch has only just managed to overtake Xbox shiny, bulky box. Now, while we don't have the official figures as to the Switch's sales in the UK, we can be pretty confident in saying that the region is not generally considered to be particularly hot on Nintendo products. 
at least when compared to the likes of North America and Japan. Uh, Dring posits his own potential reasoning behind the switch slope taking the region in a Twitter response, stating lots of theories around this, the years and years of getting games very late, the fact that many Xbox and PlayStation games are made in the UK. It's a small country, supportable gaming isn't as big. It's a competitive market with all three platforms close in sales. Still, it's another milestone for the ever-popular Switch and further cements the console as one of the most popular and successful of all time. Well done, Nintendo. And what do you make of this latest milestone for Switch? Do you think it will surpass the Game Boy and DS in terms of total sales? Let us know in the Discord. Now, this surprised me because every week, week in, week out, we see a stat saying how Switch is outselling PS5, it's outselling PS4, it's outselling Series Mm. X and S, it's outselling itself, it's outselling its own shadow. (laughs) Yet, I think this is probably more of a... More of a bit of a, a boy up for the Xbox. Done remarkably <laughs> well there. And in a in a console that is often hailed as not doing that well, the fact that Switch has only just passed it, uh, I think actually suggests it did slightly better than everybody else. Switch has been out for a long time now and has been firing sustained heavy hit after heavy hit after heavy mm. hit in the charts. If your mm. kid wants a console, you're going to buy it a PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Series X or S? Probably not if they're of a certain age. You're going to get yeah. them a Switch, and you're mm. going to get them Paw Patrol. No-brainer. Yeah. Um, that yes. surprised me as well, because of the different the different variations you've got. You've got your Switch Lite, you've got your OLED, you've got your standard Switch, so there's something for everyone now. I mean, even if you don't want it as your main console, you can pick up Switch Lite and still play. And with, with those variations, I, that surprised me, really. Yeah. I mean, it, it proves how popular the Xbox One was. Exactly, uh, mm. and probably still seems to be because you know they, you know they do keep the consoles hanging around for a little bit. Posts are yep. still stocked to get uh, burnt through, isn't there? So, mm. uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, next bit of news, RGT. What you got for us, friend? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes, it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative a construction off the <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely entirely check out the gaming blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now you're a creep uh it may sound <laughs> i don't mean you i mean just, just the news. It may sound more like a garbled ice cream flavour, but Burberry X Minecraft is real, and it's actually surprisingly nice until you see the price tag anyway. The mega popular voxel building game as the fashion, and the fashion house have teamed up to create a, a select number of limited edition pieces of merchandise, including a $1,000 hoodie. What? Oh, dear. A Burberry check scarf with Minecraft flowers on it and a matching bucket hat and sweatpants. But the jewel of the collection is perhaps the square scarf, which features a print of of a Minecraft landscape. (laughs) Wow. My daughter's really into Minecraft, and I hope she don't listen to this one because that ain't happening for Christmas, I can assure you. 
Uh, here's a full list of what you can buy on the Burberry website if you're feeling spendy. Logo and check cashmere scarf, $550, and that is sold out. I mean, what, did they make one? I mean, oh, landscape print cotton square scarf. Here's me draped in (laughs) 4,627,000 logo and check cashmere scarves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's $250 coming soon. Logo cotton garbadine bucket hat, $530. A mere sniff. Monogram motif print cotton hoodie, a thousand dollars. Yeah, we'll get one each. The RGTs, yeah, we'll get three of those. Yeah, make sure you do. Just sell a car, obviously, to fund it, but we'll get three. Yeah. Um, monogram motif Waterloo trench coat. Ah, that's all right. This one, George. It's only two thousand nine hundred and ninety. This is the one I'm gunning for. Yeah, I'll wear that for work. You know, just a little work coat. Uh. Embroidered floral cotton jogging pants, £720. Well, they aren't going to be in Primark, are they? Mm. Um, for those of you who bulk at buying any item of clothing over $25, we feel you. But we're not only totally left out of this left field venture because Mojang has announced a new free DLC called Burberry. That was free, is it? I thought that would be 1000 bucks as well. But No, uh, no, no. No, <laughs> freedom to go beyond, which is a set in an alternative reality version of London that has been taken over by an evil force called the Nexus. You'll have to restore it back to its natural state by traveling to a number of realms, um, reviving nature guardians and freeing animals. There are also 15 free, free, I might add, Burberry skins to choose from, some of which reference the real-life merch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good one. You've got kids crazing for a $2,900 trench coat for Christmas. Uh, so it's almost all the, like All the neo-wannabes who, who, <laughs> yeah. who exist in a strange Minecraft Matrix crossover. <laughs> They're gagging for that. Yeah, so almost like you're wearing it. To download the free DLC, head to the Minecraft Marketplace. The collaboration is also being celebrated with a $100,000 donation to Conservation International, a charity concerned with habitat, conservation, forest protection and restoration and indigenous support. Players also players who also donate to Conservation International before the 31st December 2022 will receive a free five Burberry-themed character accessory pack for Minecraft, including sunglasses, a cap, and a backpack. Wow. That's, um, yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And a strange link. That's a a strange link, I find, between those two. It's... I have no idea what's going on, but had to include it. The some of those prices are uh, for the for the clientele they're aimed at. One could argue they're pretty obscene, actually. Yeah, ridiculous. The I mean, free... one of them had sold out. I mean, I know probably because it's one of the cheaper items. But the the free DLC is always well met. You know, we'll take mm. that. Yeah, but of all the people for them to hook up with, you know, if you want a Minecraft onesie if you want a minecraft hat t-shirt mm. whatever they normally got you back maybe they mm. feel they need some more high-end gear i don't know i don't know what person who's into minecraft was like do you know what i would i would wear this tap mm. i would wear this tap and don't yeah. forget even the ucp has minecraft 
merchandise from our mm. playthrough that we did yep. all that time ago of the game on mm-hmm. YouTube. If you've not seen it, oh, watch for it. It's brilliant. It's never too late, is it? No, never too late. It's probably one of the most gripping series you'll ever see in your life. Mm-hmm. Or deaths in the first day of the song. Don't ask questions. Okay, but I mm-hmm. played through it without dying once. That's a sign of a pro player. And mm-hmm. that's why you need merch. Do you yeah. need this Burberry merch? Someone's buying it. I did I did, if I'm honest, I don't want to sound ungrateful for their for their charitable donation, but you would have thought Minecraft, aka Mojang Studios, aka Microsoft, you would have thought Burberry the internationally famed now fashion house, not just for its chaff check, but for its internationally recognized style ethos, could have, you know, that's awfully short arms, awfully long pockets, 100 grand. Mm, Stick a a zero on there, Bill. Make it a mil. What's wrong with you? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand that. Drop in the ocean, isn't it? He wants to save the planet, but he's only giving 100 grand to Conservation International. He's off in Africa handing out blooming malaria nets and tablets. Yeah, well done, Bill. While you're off doing that, pandas are dying, and it's all your yeah. fault. That's a bit yeah. harsh. Don't sue me. It's not. You definitely haven't had much sleep, have you? No. No. Getting a bit aggressive towards Bill Gates. <laughs> I feel a little bit like an org. Yeah, Coming after you, Bill. Yeah, what you to those glasses, Bill. Should have got yourself some laser eye <laughs> correction. Yeah. Then you'd have seen this coming. Yeah. He can sponsor us so I can get my laser eye correction done. Then I can read what's on the back of the <laughs> television. Mordor eye correction, come and have a look at on, you'll never see the same again, yeah. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> lack of sleep, it's not the first time I've done a show with zero sleep, but, you know, I'm not getting any younger, and I have to admit, I'm finding a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Let's have a look at this next piece of news. This next bit of news looks like it's, you ready? These headlines, they don't just come better than this, do they? Time to chase some chickens. Fable is coming back to Xbox in the near future, this time with Forza Horizon developer Playground Games at the helm. Due to the team's development history, questions have often been asked by fans about whether the dev can make a successful transition from racing game to RPG. Well, in a new interview with SkillUp, Xbox's Matt Booty... A big booty. (laughs) ...has tackled the query head-on, playing down any concerns that fans may potentially have. They had a particular passion for the IP Fable. And I think they also demonstrate that they understand with what the heart and soul of Fable is about and how they can bring it forward for today's sensibilities and just make a modern take on Fable. There's stuff that I wish I could share and show because some of the things that I've seen are so encouraging. Just a few days ago, we learned that Deus Ex and Tomb Raider developer Eidos Montreal was reportedly assisting on Fable's development, which was not expecting that. For mm. now, this hasn't been confirmed by Microsoft, but this could be the kind of experience Playground needs to help elevate Fable to an even higher level. We'll have to wait for gameplay to find out. Whether Idos is helping or not, it's good to hear that the team at Xbox is encouraged, at least internally, by what Playground is doing with the Fable reboot. Or reboot? Reboot? I don't know. Reboot. Get me some sleep, Ray. There better be some sleep in the boot. Uh, let's hope we get to see the game in action soon. That's one thing I would say about that. We saw that really nice sort of CGI trailer saying they were doing mm. a little bit of something in the Fable universe. Brilliant. You know, it's a good IP for them that they could do with revisiting. And whether mm. they can, what made the original Fable so cool was that Monty Python-esque British humour 
yeah. sort of just bubbling around in the background. Uh, will it lose some of this? Will it lose some of that innocence to include the modern take? Yeah. Whatever that means. I think you know what that means. It doesn't mm. mean what you think you mean, and it, it means exactly that. Um, a modern take on Fable, would that mean it's lost its charm? It always felt like a 1970s British sitcom existing in an RPG world. Yeah. Was, that's probably not going to wash now. No. Do you think Fable can still retain its fableness nowadays? And is that why we haven't dipped into the IP for such a such a time? I'm not sure. I mean, they would definitely have. I think the games were of their time, and I mean, there was always the big build-up with Fable, and they had their. You know, that wasn't a niche market they were in. They were a different sort of RPG. Um, I mean, I only played them, played the first two recently, and um, they're very good. Very, you, very good. Yeah. Where you go with it, I don't know. Um, whether they make, whether it's going to be like a prequel or whether it's going to be something alongside the game. So I don't know. And where how they take it, I'm not sure. I mean, it's interesting of getting a few others in to help. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or are they struggling is with it, Is it a sign, though, um, of an IP that's already peaked? With Fable 2... I don't think you find many people that are going to want to slap me around the face with a glove thrown on the floor and duel me to death about which is the best fable. Mm. I think the internet and the world decided it was Fable 2. Fable 3, I was... Fable 1, I really liked back on the original mm. Xbox. It was yeah, welcome at the time. It felt, you know, next-gen uh, compared to mm. stuff we were playing on PlayStation 2, the original Xbox. Fable didn't quite live up to the hype Molyneux put around it, but it certainly... No, he, he did hype. He hyped you know, everything out of that game, didn't he? And that wasn't yeah. quite what was delivered, but it was but still a very good enjoyable game. As a game, game, what was delivered mm. when I eventually got to the nuts and bolts of it, little disappointed, but at the same time, happy. Fable mm. 2 came along, addressed pretty much all of those issues, delivered a great storyline that I was emotionally and uh, intelligently connected with. Mm. All that investment that was rumoured to carry over to Fable 3, might as well have poured it in the bin. Um, yeah. And it wasn't even handled in a slick way like Mass Effect 2. It was handled in a really awkward and messy way it didn't take in anything that i'd done in fable 2 even though it said it would do uh, yeah. didn't address my kids didn't address the statue outside looking nothing like me all they could have done is import my character from the last game and boom there it is you know why was that so difficult and then mm. into that the connect only god knows what that was called fable coach rider simulator where you kind of do magic from the back of a I mean, it's all they could have done with it, but did should they have done something with it? Probably not. So this mm. new take on Fable, be it a reboot, be it three, two, four, five hundred years after the original, be it 100, 200, 300 years before the original, um, be interested to see what they do. It'd be nice to see it with modern graphics, but at the same token, mm. it needs to have that fableness. Because otherwise, is it a cash-in on the IP? just to get people to buy it. Yeah, and it's also there's that tricky sort of crossover. Do you go for realism in this? Do you go for the big, you know, Unreal Engine 5? Do you go for the big grab? Or, because, I mean, Fable always had that, you know, they weren't quite realistic back in the games, you know, slightly bigger feet, slightly bigger heads, hands, you know, that was that sort of crossover sort of realism. So did they stick with that? Or, I mean, that's a tricky one. I think they've kind of got to, because for me... It's the art style of Fable that made it Fable. That, that art style mm. existed in the one on the original Xbox. 
They could have gone full realistic in the second one, but they chose not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously continued that for three to move away from that now to go full skin and uh, hair textures and follicles and, and things mm. like that, I think would be maybe a misstep. But what do I know? Those that don't know podcasts, those that do make games. Mm. Um, I just, bizarrely, there's a lot of fans, whether they've played the game or not, there's a lot of people behind this game that have an opinion that are waiting for this game. Mm. Uh, I just hope they can and deliver. If they deliver something that's, not fabulish, but it's still a great game. Yeah, I'm still going to get behind it. But the question being, should they have been braver and done a new IP mm. rather than cash in on the fan goodwill of, of the originals to mm. make people think that another franchise is coming back to the box? Yeah. I don't know. I've, I, That's a ex- difficult situation. It definitely could, is. Could I mean, they do they with a new it, IP? Yeah. Could do, couldn't they? They really? could do. I mean, and as as something, you know, as under their wing, as an exclusive, you know, and I think at the moment there's there's for all systems, there's not a lot of exclusives coming out. So no. I mean, if they if they nail that and get a really good game, you know, even even if they keep it, so the old fans enjoy it, it's got that fableness to it, yes. enough to bring the new the new people in who are yeah. new to Xbox, so it's a new adventure for them. You know, I think it could be a big successful game for Microsoft and Xbox. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I think they need this to work. Mm. Let's face it, they've got bags of money. They don't really need to have anything work, really, Mm. in in the short term. But playing that exclusives game, as they did when they announced the acquisition of all those studios and then obviously played the, the teaser reel of all the games that they had, Really, they were working on Fable yeah. being one of them that elicited mm-hmm. a, a very positive response from the audience in life and on online. Yeah, uh, one would imagine. Yeah, they've got a they've got a banger on the hands, um, but they could have a play it right. They could have a ten out of ten game. Play it yeah. wrong, they could have another six to seven out of ten game. And they're not bad games, but yeah, one would imagine Microsoft are looking for that 10 out of 10 exclusive, that reason, you know, mm. to set all those studios up or to refinance all those studios to... Yeah, and also, I mean, if you get a 10 out of 10 game, you drop that straight on Games Pass. That's what they want. They want a big 10 out of 10 game, dropped on Games Pass, suddenly you've got however many more people then signing up to it. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what they want, that big banger on there. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. And that would, you know, to me, that would be massive justification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before. Games Pass, loads of games on there. Really mm. great quality, lots of choice, fair price. But mm. if you've been into gaming your whole life and you're of a certain age, you've played the vast majority of some of those back 
back catalog mm. stuff. So then there's the newer games in the indie bits to dim and dip in and out of, which you know keeping keeping every gamer right now fat, dumb, and happy while we wait for the slightly larger titles to come along. Yeah, but for me, that killer app. Yeah, we've had Flight Simulator. Yes, we've had Forza Horizon Five. Yes, we've had Halo Infinite. But they've all struggled to break that boof that. Mm you know, high 90, very high 90, 10 out of 10 watermark that I think whether whether they need it or not or whatever, but it creates the groundswell of support that something like yeah. Games Pass um, mm. needs and can do with. Imagine slapping that on the box. 10 out of 10, boom, don't buy this, get Games Pass. Three months exactly. for one pound yeah. a month, boom. Like, mm-hmm. oh, hello. I mean, it wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, it's probably slight damage into their partners, but it wouldn't hurt Xbox to stick a massive warning label on the front of the game saying, don't buy this, go to the counter and buy this, an mm. Xbox Games Pass 12-month subscription. Get this, yeah. this, 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 4X mm. a month. It's probably never going to be allowed to fly in game because they're probably struggling to... Uh, I did read a wonderful article about this. You know, they're getting absolutely swamped with gamer merch, but they're not being sent any games. So soon, apparently, a game, if someone buys a Minecraft plushie, head office send another 10. No. Yeah. I, did go in, I went in game with local one to me um, last week, and that was very wade through the merch to find where the games are. It's like the back corner. Because, I mean, they've gone into... Sports Direct now, haven't they? Yeah, John Lewis Lower. Sports Direct. Mm. So they sort of you sort of go past the tennis rackets, and then you've got a video game store, which is a bit strange. But um, yeah, yeah, and then you you wade for all this merch and there's pops and there's plushies and there's t-shirts, and then in the little corner it was just a corner of games, and you think it's not really a video game store now. It's not a video game merch Question. store. Supplies games. We complain about video game stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are we the ones that force this reality onto them? Probably, yeah. Buying games from supermarkets, mm-hmm. check. Naughty boy. Buying yep. games from Amazon, check. Naughty mm-hmm. bar, naughty bar, <laughs> check. Play- naughty bar, naughty bar. <laughs> Playing naughty game, bar, um, buying games from anywhere other than game, naughty mm. boy, check. Going into game, not seeing any games that you want to buy because you've already bought them, leaving the games on the shelf. Okay, no one makes any money until the asset's been realized. So they're sat there just mm. as a massive cash sink to game. Suddenly, though, your eye casts across a really useless piece of tat. It's a Knight Rider wireless charging mat. <laughs> For six ninety nine in the impulse section near the tills. Strangely, these are getting bought Strangely, airfix kits and Mandalorian Star Wars 3.75-inch figures are selling. Gamer Monopoly is selling. Pop Funko Vinyls are selling. (laughs) Is it hard to imagine the people at game management are wondering what the hell they need to do? Yeah. Yeah, it's a difficult time, isn't it, for video games with subscription services? And the weird thing is, the high street is struggling, yet rents have never been higher. So if yeah. game were to maybe focus down, minimise the plushies, stick a coffee uh, bar in there, give people mm. access to old and new consoles on the wall to play, make it a bit of a meeting environment, the markup on coffee is extreme. Yeah. It's 2p a cup. And I know yeah. they did try the sort of PC game, and I mean, I 
think the one in Norwich I went to, the game in Norwich had a lot of a PC gaming area, sort of a, you know, and I didn't know if that was something they were going to push or whether they're still doing that or. I just, uh, I'll tell you what I want to see. I want to see, as cliched as it is, I want to see a fake brick wall. I want to see a neon sign that says gaming and coffee at game. I want to see mm. you. I want to see your gamer. I want to see your game reward app actually be usable and not an inconsequential piece of garbage that you can't ever get to work. And then you end up with receipts. And then you think, do you know what? Life's worth more than this. I'll just bin the receipt. Your points never go on. I want to see the app working properly first time, every time. I want to be able mm. to go in, get a coffee, sit down, buy a magazine, gaming themed, not just Women's Weekly, read that, maybe go over and peruse games, maybe have a curated section. And again, mm. I say this about the online stores and I say it about real life, a curated section where a game sat on a shelf with a little write-up by the uh, a little yeah. A4 sheet that says, you will like this game if you like X, renowned for this, renowned for that. Big game of the week is, I don't know, this week be God of War, pre-order now these are the additions you can pre-order this is why you'd be interested in this because it's got that in it this mm. is 300 quid but it's got this leviathan or the thor hammer in it it's this that's the other you go over xbox it's like what the big hits do 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 selling games pass selling the vouchers selling everything so they've got at least some skin in the game of having some relevance in the digital world and then <laughs> they've tried it before but why not try it again a selection of retro consoles and titles. Someone like Games probably got a, a warehouse somewhere in Dagenham full of mm. all the tap they pumped out years ago that they couldn't, oh, we can't, I don't know what to do with Mega Drive games. Boom, actually, just sit on them. Just sit I'm surprised on them. they stopped the 360 and PS3s. I mean, they nipped them in the bud quite early on, and I thought, well, still a market there for them, surely. <sighs> you say that, but go stand in CEX and see how many people go there and actually buy a title, bring it to the mm. counter and pay for it. A lot of people bring those titles in to realise cash. They can buy PS5 games or mm. or drugs, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. Um, so, mm. yeah, I, I, I don't know. We've We've gone from one ramble about Fable into something else, but, you know... <laughs> That's what this show's about. It's opinion yeah. chat. Last bit of news, I believe. Um, I believe it's you. Yeah. You've looked better. Mate, I know I've not had a lot of sleep, but that's sad. No, 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 no. That's the title. I'm, I'm not saying you've looked better. I you have. Do look, you do look shattered. I'll give you that. Do I? Um, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> What's wrong? Yeah. Never seen an orc before. <laughs> Anyway, yes. <laughs> Bungie is concerned that PS5 players are inadvertently playing the PS4 version of Destiny 2 and has gently reminded players to check which um, iteration of the game they are running. The friendly nudge came during the company's weekly blog update, fittingly called the, This Week at Bungie. Amidst the uh, usual list of tweaks and announcements was the fairly surprising dir uh, directive which the company picking up on the fact that a notable number of PS5 players are playing the PS4 version of Destiny 2 on their current generation consoles. Now, look, we may or may not have been guilty of doing this once or twice ourselves, particularly back when the PS5 first launched. Sony messaging around the aspect of the platform hasn't always been great, but at least now the PS5 version of a game downloaded by default upon purchasing the game. 
But imagine the wonderment of someone who has been playing Destiny 2 for dozens, hundreds, or even thousands of hours, realizing that they could have been playing the same game at a vastly improved frame rate with improved graphical fidelity, or maybe they are perfectly content with the way they are. In any case, check to make sure that you are playing the correct version of Destiny 2. The difference is as vast as the space between the stars. To be honest, were you playing the PS4 version of Destiny 2 this whole time? We promise we won't make fun. Pour your heart out in the safest place around the UCP Discord. Mm. Now, <laughs> I'm glad you read that out because as I was reading it along with you, you said this week at Bungie. I, for some reason, would have read out this week at Bulgy. And when you said Bungie, I had to go back and be like, oh, yeah, actually, that does make a lot more sense than Bulgy. So I. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you had that. <laughs> oh, now, giving our spin as we do on this actual piece of news. <laughs> uh, the whole PS5 version malarkey, Sony's messaging around this aspect of the platform has been a little bit weird. Mm. Uh, it shouldn't be that hard. And the whole disc in spinny spin while still trying to download the PS4 version, even though you need that in to get the PS5 version on the dash, yeah. is what I would call annoying. I, mm. you know, what's that all about? And the, and the information was very bitty when they supplied it with you. And, you know, and I, I, yeah, it's a strange way of doing it. It really is a strange way of doing it, I think. A couple of games, I, um, when I did upgrade, when I first got my PS5, I accidentally installed the PS4 version. Mm. And then I sort of thought, hang on, this this isn't right. And then went back, saw the PS4, and then had to click the PS5. And I just thought, well, yeah, that's easy con- done. Confession. Obviously, I own the PS4 version of Star Wars, um, whatever it was called, Fallen Order. Okay, Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. Loved that game. Brilliant game. But I had some strange emotion, because obviously when I turned the PS5 on, I don't you've done the upgrade, which is great. You know, it was mm-hmm. a little bit fiddly compared to others. You had to go down a couple of menus and across, and it was like yeah. Do you want the PS5 version. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you 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 know, if you if you want to, why not hide it in a room that marks marked no entry behind a door that says, you know, lethal pack of dogs. Mm. That's how I feel PS5 upgrades of PS4 games are handled in in the majority. And every time I played my PS5 version, which was upgraded via the disc, thank you very much, EA. Thank you very much, PlayStation. But then it was a race to get the PS5 version launched before the disc drive went copying PS4 version to hard drive. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And every time since, it's been that same ordeal. Playing with the PS5 version. Let's download the PS4 mega file for this son of a gun <laughs> while you try and play what you're playing. Yeah. Yeah, that is odd. Why isn't there just it? a little bit of code that says, check the disc? He's got the PS5 version on the dashboard. Why would this numpty want to play the PS4 version? Mm. Check logic gate one. He probably wouldn't. Therefore, stop copying. Check mm. the disc is the game we're looking for. Let him access the PS5. Slick. Mm. Stop making me feel technologically inadequate. Uh, just sort it out, Sony. That's- yeah, it was, a, that's a str- it was a strange sort of turnover period wasn't it, with this, you know, last year, yeah, next but year. The thing is, it's still, 
exists. It's not like yeah. something that was a no, right, memory yeah. from two years ago and they've sorted it all out and it's slicker than a grease weasel on a piece of glass. It's still a bit of a clunky mess. Mm. And I yeah. don't think it'd be that hard to just say to PS5, don't download the PS4 version, mate. You've just downloaded the PS5. Let him play his game. Stop being weird. Mm. Yeah, I don't, mm, I don't. I don't know what the answer is to it. I mean, can they refine that so it's just a, a lot easier system? Can they quickly program that so it's just a PS5 or PS4? You know, it's that simple. Version, just you know, take the version you want. If you want to play the PS4 version, I mean, should that even be an option? If there's a PS5 upgrade available for free, mm. and it, and the you know these things happen instantaneously, so the yeah, PS5, the PS5 sat just, there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's there is he's got the PS4, but there is a PS5 version. Download down. You can't play this game until you've got the disc in the drive. Check the code on the first two seconds of the disc. Yeah, cool. You're all good. Yeah, maybe they should just do it where automatically, just if you're on a PS5, you put that PS4 game in, it automatically installs the PS5 version unless you tell it otherwise. And it needs to be that you need to go into some subset in menu. It needs to be almost Mm. difficult to find that version and download it. It's possible, Mm. but it's not easy. Therefore, protecting you from this aggro. Yeah. Because it, the inverse logic actually protects them a little bit more than the current logic that we've got. Mm. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm not against people getting an upgrade. If a studio wants to do a free upgrade for a PS4 game, crack on. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fact that there's a couple of articles I read about that this week, and the fact that Bungie are like saying, please, please, check the version you're playing, guys, because we've got stats behind here that says the vast majority of you are playing a last-gen version when we've got this beautiful-looking current-gen. And I, this year, played Destiny 2 on the PS5 upgrade, and I'll be honest with you, it looked great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been, you know, when I played uh, Jedi Fallen Order, that was very good. It's definitely noticeable upgrade. You know, very. It's worth doing. Yeah. So I just, I don't understand why people wouldn't want the upgrade. You know, so you have to have the option, but just install the PS5 version first. Mm. I think, it's, 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 you know, it should just automatically just install it and, you know. And if, like me, you live across a massive mansion and you've got a PS5 in one room, a PS3 in another, a PS4 in another, if I want to play the PS4 version, I'll go stick it in the PS4. Mm. I don't yeah. want to, you know, I don't want any of this. I don't want any of this. No. I no. want it to be slick. Yeah, be a lot This easier. is, to me... I play consoles because I don't want the aggro of colon backslash C download, go in the graphics setting, mess around. Just give me the just 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 give me the goddamn game. I'm here because yeah, I'm here because I'm a dum dum. Yeah, I'm a dum dum. Mm. Um okay. That is a line drawn in the sand. Now we move to community corrections once again. Flawless victory. I don't think I saw anyone in community corrections saying we've made a boo-boo, which means nope. our game of knowledge is either hundred percent correct. Well, they're just too lazy to say anything. Yeah. Or, or Elliot's mum and Rose Space Monk don't have enough of a cross-section of knowledge to pull us up. Yeah. Or we got everything wrong and they just can't be bothered to type it all. Yeah. And Odders is asleep. He's missing in action. If mm. you're there, Odders, find a way of getting in touch. Let us know you're okay. Mm. You're in the Discord. Where have you been? Mm. You sniveling rat. 
I can say that. Yeah. I don't think I can, that's, but I'm saying com- it anyway. That's a compliment. Yeah, you're right. In Farmerton, sniveling rat is the highest form of compliment available. Exactly. So, so let me ask you this, RGT. Did we yeah. miss anything? Do the listeners at home have an opinion or take on the news we missed? If so, how would they interact with us and give us a verbal dressing down in type form that only really we should reserve be reserved for a dinner lady or our parents? Well, we've got questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com or DM us at Instagram or Twitter. And then uh, you can list the many mistakes <laughs> we have made. Let me ask you this question. You're a gamer, so you're lonely. More often than not, you ain't got a girlfriend, all right? You don't mm. get out much. You're addicted to a game. But you want to reach out to like-minded people. Sometimes you lie in bed at night crying in loneliness. <laughs> you know, why does gaming have to be so isolating to me? You know, why can't I get yeah. a girlfriend? Maybe I could go to a safe place, a Discord sh- a channel, maybe for this mediocre podcast and find love. Or even if if it's just up, you find it upsetting that I can't read the back of an Evercade box and George hasn't slept for a week, so he's just mumbling his way through. Literally, pull us up, get in the Discord. Yeah, if I don't get at least one statement from someone saying, George, we expect more from you, you get your sleep the night before a show. I don't care if it's your weekend as well, pal, right? You get up, you show up, you turn up, you do what you need to do. Exactly. That's the sort of dressing down I think I not only deserve, Mm. but... I'm due. Uh, so, yeah. So, even, even if I just go on the Discord, put in two corrections. One, laser eye surgery for RGT. Yeah. Two, get sleep, George, you're a mumbling mess. Wow. You know, <laughs> the way my brain works, I'm like, have I been that bad? Obviously, I have. <laughs> I, oh, God. Sorry to the listeners. If you're here for the God of War preview, um, well done for sticking this far. <laughs> Elliot's mum never knew she was that into God of War, but to be honest, somehow she's now, she's all in. She, uh, Lonely Heart Selection, <laughs> whatever. Okay. So some, to summarise, if you're sad and lonely and a gamer, the sort of mm-hmm. cross-section we appeal to. Yeah. Uh, if you've got more gaming-themed action figures than you've had partners, mm-hmm. this is the place for you. Okay. And that's, that's, that's basically one. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of looking around the shed, thinking you're talking to me, aren't you? <laughs> that I'm the one, aren't I? Yeah. For every yeah. RGT, this hey, don't forget, there's always a bigger fish, right? Yeah. You know, there's always some more gaming figures than you. <laughs> <laughs> the cross section between gaming figures and successfully opposite sex or same sex, whatever <laughs> it is you're into, uh, is 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 pretty, pretty low. After yeah. it. If you're if you're in that subgenre, then you're the kind of listener for us. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, more Brady guides than guides to navigate single life into coupledom. You're just looking around my room, aren't you? You're just pulling things out out of the room. I, I'm reading from a list of things I have myself. <laughs> <laughs> If you've got more games and brain cells, i.e. two, you're also perfect for the for the UCP Discord. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, anyway, all that done. Knife drawn. News. Mm. 
intros, what we've been playing, RGTs, Hidden Herbal Fruits, or whatever that section was called. I don't even remember anymore. Sponsored by Evercade. Evercade sounds like someone who would make a, an energy drink. It does actually sound like an energy drink. If, sorry, if, sorry, if you know when you go in Little or Audi and, and you can't buy, you can't buy Dairyly, you have to buy like Milky Dave or whatever it is. <laughs> you, know. you, yeah, can't, you, you can't buy Lenore. It's like Lenoir or something yeah. like that. It looks the same, smells the yeah. same. It is the same. Yeah. I don't know where that was going. It was building you, towards... Evercade, you, I think you were probably going that it sounds like Lucas. Oh, Aid. yeah, Evercade. Yeah. It sounds like Little's other energy drinks. Gamerade, Lucasade, mm. Evercade. Yeah. Well, it's actually... Yeah, it's a also... couple of bottles of Arctic Horse and Evercade, Mamsie, will you? <laughs> well, actually made by a company called Blaze, which also sounds like a <laughs> cheap energy drink. Again, the Blaze. cross-section of people that listen to this show, they're into Evergrey, Evergrey, Everglades. They're into blazing. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's not what you said, but it certainly you, is. Yeah, you're going to see people again. Aren't if you're into <laughs> all these things, if you're not in the Discord, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just generally. And mm. if you are in the Discord, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Mm. Last time I checked, I don't think there's a charge for these dating apps. Really? It, you know, I use Raya, you know, the celebrity one. Oh, uh, yeah. As do you. Yeah. So, you know, we, 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 we don't know. We don't no. know what they no. do. We don't know what no. they're doing. This, this, no, this. No, no, we no. don't know what they do. Uh, anyway, with all that said and done, you came for one of the classic at this point. Classic's a very strong word. One of the classic UCP behind the scene preview features for a big game coming out to get you hyped but not to ruin mm. your excitement and enjoyment. I think it's time for, it's, it's time, RGT. So pull out your Leviathan axe and your body paint. Oh, that's just going <laughs> to, are you ready to see me in body paint? Um, oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> the God of War Ragnarok preview here at UCP Towers. We are getting quite the reputation for giving gamers the lowdown they need on the biggest games to be able to hit the ground running. So sit back, relax, and polish your Leviathan axe as we give you our UCP preview. Didn't realise how well that rhymed there. Mm. We're not just podcasters, we're below-average poets. Mm. Even songwriters, I'd say. Wow. Um, Okay, well... Frost Fimble Winter engulfs the Nine Realms, warning us Ragnarok is round the corner, and now with November the Ninth's imminent arrival, Stingray has his sledge boot prepped. But evolution is the key in God of War Ragnarok, Sony Santa Monica's sequel to 2018's soft reboot of God of War. God of War 2018 wasn't a small game. Intimate and more personal than the previous Greek-based games, but not adverse to swinging into massive-scale set pieces chatting with a huge world serpent, fighting a dragon, and a battle with a giant zombie. Before we go any further, RGT, have mm-hmm. you played 2018 Reboot? Didn't finish it. I have played it, but that's after Nino Cuny. It's definitely my, my next game, I think. So I want to play that through complete before I get onto Ragnarok. 
Mm. I had every intention of replaying it. I've played it and beaten it oh, yeah, the first time around, yeah. enjoying it. When I was, mm. but obviously with with Wednesday fast approaching, one would imagine <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, but you know, we're still banging mm. out a preview for here for you heroes, and I'm going to be playing this day and date. So, as mm. always with the UCP, we don't shill to the big companies. We don't floss. Mm with any of their <laughs> company press statements, we put our own money down. Yep. And that means more to you than me saying, oh, Car Mechanic Simulator got a free code, 10 out of 10 game, best game you've ever yeah. seen in your life. It's got no credence. No, judge it fairly when you've paid for it. Yes, this is exactly mm. what we aim to do. Um, But... Ending on that massive zombie, along comes Ragnarok, and the sweeping epic tale from Norse mythology really grows some legs, not only in narrative, but also bringing back some of the out-there scenes that Kratos veterans and new recruits are going to be blown away by. What about the original God of War games? Are you schooled in those, or also did they pass you Yeah, I've, I haven't played all of them. Um, I played a couple of them on PS2, um, and I have... Um, I've got one on PSP to play when I fixed my PSP after the screen incident. Um, Did you investigate like- how much a screen was for that? I know this isn't the this isn't the preview everyone came for, but <laughs> I want to talk about PSP right now, and it's our show, and we're talking about PSP. I haven't yet, but I will be looking into it. You did worry me a bit with the springy version of it flying out. Of the what mer- what version it. of the PSP have you got? Three thousand. That's a far better bit of kit. Mm. So there's probably space for the components inside of there. Mm. So anyway, your history of the franchise, obviously mm. in the original games, you were tiny little Kratos sometimes. Yeah, sort of and you were taking slash, on yeah. massive enemies across big moving landscapes and all that sort of stuff. And all that got paired right back the 2018 soft reboot and everything mm. suddenly became way more intimate and personal. Mm. How do you think that kind of changed the narrative uh, for you? Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, I spit similar to what we were saying about Fable, where they're going to head with that. You know, they, they took a risk, they took it down that different route, you know, very more, you know, a good story, good cutscenes, and um, that more not open world, but, you know, you're, you're linear and a bit more freedom of what to do as you go through. And I think they I think they nailed it with that. I mean, like I said, I've still got to finish it as yet, but I really enjoyed that. wasn't what I was expecting at all coming from the, you know, the earlier titles of what they were. And Let, Let's it face it, they were a little bit more macho. They were a little bit mm. more masculine. I'm trying to be polite here. You know, they were, mm. is this, a, is this a, a safe word? There was a bit of booby pixelated mm. as it was mm. do you think that if they'd gone completely numb to the outside world a continuation of that style of storytelling would probably not work in this day and age was it time for no. kratos to settle down i think so i think it was you know the the version of the game we got on the ps2 and psp was was you know of us time that was you know a popular sort of series had your devil made cries was similar sort of thing yeah you know, that hack and slash through the levels, that was a very popular genre at the time. But I think once you get to, you know, the PS4, you've got the capabilities there, you know, to take it that bit further. You know, mm. let's, let's, let's do the story, but let's do it this way, you know. And, yeah, I think I think it was it was a risk, but they, they nailed it, definitely. 
Okay. Well, whether it's the lightning flashes around Kratos as he finally locks Axe Blade with hammer against Thor, spacey fights in what seems to be a place between realms and yet more Valkyrie-type enemies or uh, flinging flows clean off a number of moving sledges. Yes, sledges are a method of transport in Mm. God of War Ragnarok. Mm. There's there's even a giant flying jellyfish, a mermaid-type lady in a large glass pool that you have a conversation with. And no, this isn't a UCP fever dream. This isn't (laughs) George staying up way too late playing video games. This is God of War Ragnarok. And this time around, you can sense the playfulness in the nine realms that make up the Norse gods' home. Uh, how far did you get in the game? Oh, I could probably only, I can't remember actually through where I was. I can remember through time. I think I was about 17 hours in, I think. I think you were damn nearly there, if I'm honest with you. Really? Yeah, I think it's 15, 16, 70, something like that, I think I'd put into it. Wow. So so what is how long is the the reboot? Was that what, twenty hours? 18, 20 hours? I think it was somewhere in that. I think if you get distracted by some of the other bits and bobs and you go back mm. through and you backtrack a little bit and, and you generally mess around with the game, your time's going to be extended. But I haven't checked on how long to beat the game is to beat. But I think mm. I was probably around 30, 40 hours from memory. So mm. If you've been on a more direct linear story path, then maybe 25, 30 hours to see you done. So mm. you're over halfway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, maybe you should just dust off your save. Yeah. And, idea, and get yeah. stuck back in. Mm. Mm, definitely. Uh, during the past, Kratos explored many of these realms, some through side quests, but some were locked. So obviously the nine realms existed in the original game, but some of them just were not enterable. But this Mm. time we get access to them all, and even the returning realms feel and look different this time around to their previous incarnations. Mm. The difference isn't simply Midgard as frozen, but the likes of the fiery Musselheim are are also more than just combat rooms. The lava-filled areas are forbidding and filled with distinctive monsters, and the most distinctive way that the sequel stands out from its predecessors, Shadows, Heaps more skulls of all sizes to crack from the humanoid to the formless and wriggling. Uh, so very eloquently. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was just taking it all in. This sounds, it sounds amazing. It's good that you got access to, um, like you're saying, all from the start. Yeah, I think that makes, you know, that probably makes for a better game. Um, maybe slightly less linear and a little bit more open linear mm. for want of a better word mm. each realm has more unique inhabitants to call us own meaning they are all they all feel alive and filled with personality than before speaking of lively uh i don't know if i'll pronounce this right but swaffelheim yeah mm. swaffelheim is one of the dwarfs and some of Kratos and Arteus' few allies really jumps out. Um, there lies, it's another one, Novella. Mm. Novella, a settlement, the dwarf school home, and it's something of a sanctuary from Odin's of a present gaze. Novella is a hive of activity, a rare and welcome sight in the God of War series. Now, in all the areas that you go to, this place is obviously you know well populated with the dwarves and... Mm. There was a distinct feeling in God of War that it was a very, the reboot, we always have to clarify this, whenever we say God of War, no, I won't say that because we may refer to the older series. 
there was it was very there was lots of enemies. Yeah. It felt very empty. It was very mm. lonely. It was you and Atreus. Whether that was a design decision or not to help you focus on the interpersonal relationship, I don't know. But it felt very you and him versus the world. Yes, there are odd characters that you you bumped into along the way that that kind yeah. of made it feel a little bit bigger, but there weren't any bustling settlements. There weren't any large areas full mm. of NPCs. Sometimes NPCs can make a place feel just as lonely as having one character in, a.k.a. Yeah. Oblivion, you know, but mm. there you go. Dangerous as ever, the world and its realms still need ripping apart for Kratos to traverse. This means fighting across maze-like platforms, feeling way more kinetic, and Kratos is way more agile and can move vertically just as well as he can as he moves on the ground. In combat, you've got the ways to use the Leviathan axe and blades of chaos. Triangle already, triangle already, one of these most satisfying buttons to press because it summons the hurled axe back to Kratos' hand. That's cool. Now it performs extra tricks as tapping it enables you to use weapon signature moves, which employ the elemental powers each weapon allows Kratos to command. Those rejoined by additional from um, from Kratos retractable guardian shield, which also enables you to focus on parries or tanking larger attacks, meaning there is a real expressiveness to how you stomp enemies as Kratos. Mm, well, not forgetting that Atreus also has some fresh spirit moves to help attract the attention of foes, more of which seem to appear at once. Mm. Lording over everything is, of course, Odin, you will have to deal with once you get through both Thor and Freya. Odin, voiced by actor Richard Schiff of West Wing fame, is the first major in his first major gaming role. His Machiavellian approach to the Allfather is fantastic, but his soft-spoken malice lends real weight to the drama and is the perfect antithesis to the gruff Kratos. Um, after news circulated last week, following a round of previews for God of War Ragnarok, developer Santa Monica Studios now revealed the official graphics mode for PS5, PS4 Pro, and PS4. If this ecosystem wasn't complicated enough, it is now. The team doesn't quite commit to the highs of 120 frames per second in its original, in its official infographic. Instead, it says many features, uh, many modes will feature an unlocked frame rate. Let's just have a little dig in to what that means. So on the PS5, you've got graphics mode, which uh, graphics mode, and that's going to favor quality. So there's a 2160p native 4K with a 30 mm -hmm. FPS target. There's a favor performance mode which is looking at a 1440, 2160p, 60fps target. This is the favour quality and high frame rate mode, which is 1800 to 2160p with a 40fps target. That seems to be probably the one to go for. Yeah. Uh, favour performance and high fresh rate at 1440f, uh, 1440p, unlocked at 60fps. Uh, we'll just bash these ones out for PS5. So there's favour quality plus high frame rate and virtual uh, VRR which is 1800 uh, to 2160p, unlocked at 40 frames per second. This favour performance mode with HFR and VOR, which is at 1440p, unlocked 60 FPS. HFR equals high frame rate, VRR equals variable refresh rate. So PS5 getting a slew of different modes. Mm. These really probably this is where the bulk of the actual ps5 weight's going to be put behind in the in the in the two in the three different versions base ps4 yeah. ps4 pro and mm. ps5 
all being said, running on PS5 in a favour quality mode at native 4K, yes, it's a PS4 game, but mm. she looks good. Yeah. She looks and I think really with, good. With, with the action, the high action rate of this game, I think you've got to go for that middle ground. You hit your 60 FPS and get that, that favourable rate, so you've got decent, decent well, graphics as well. What, what I mentioned before is I think... Uh, Ratchet and Clank came out with this 40 FPS, unlock 40 FPS mode, mm-hmm. which was a nice balance between 30 and 60. Obviously, it sits yeah. quite fairly in the middle. You know, you don't. I don't need mm. to be a hero at maths to tell you that. Mm. But um, it gave you almost the best of both worlds. It gave you those yeah. startlingly crisp 4K mm. visuals, but it also gave you a frame rate that didn't feel like it was stuck in the Middle Ages. So uh, Yeah, last thing you want with high-action games is a noticeable drop. You don't want little frame stutters or drops. If it's smooth both ways, then, yeah, that's the way to play it. Uh, tell me about the PS4 Pro graphics mode, RGT, good sir. Um, I've got uh, Favour Quality, which is 1440p to 1656p, 30 frames per second target, or Favour Performance, which is 1080p to 1656p, unlocked 30 frames per second. Mm. And then on the on the PS4, God of War Ragnarok offers you a graphics mode uh, resolution frame rate, but that's all going to come through at 1080p with a 30 FPS target. So the aged box still supported, still swinging for the stands, but we're seeing a radical drop off as we go. Mm. Uh, did they see um, something in that, or you know? If you've got a PS4, you're not going to be disappointed by this game. It's going to look pretty much like the 2018 reboot did. But if you've got a Pro or, or a PS5, you're going to really see these things singing. Mm. It's not going to melt yeah. the PS5, but it's it, it, mm. you're starting to look really good on there. I don't think this is a, this is a step on from Spider-Man and Miles Morales, that's for sure. Mm. While we're at it, if you want to make your experience a little bit more themed, a bit like uh, one of the former hosts of the show, he's got to buy the theme tune, write the theme tune, sing the theme tune, <laughs> sit in the T-shirt singing the theme tune. Don't forget you can add a little bit more style to your axe swing and pick up that limited edition PS5 dual sense controller that's going to help you rep the Leviathan 5 in style. There's also mm. multiple versions of this coming out, one of which our co-host has got the Jontnar edition, the big bad boy with the thorax in it. Mm-hmm. Well, the thorax is in the, the waist of the wasp, <laughs> as in Thor's mm. axe. Yeah, that does look good. Yeah. Which that... version are you picking up? Are you picking up anything at launch? Not picking up at launch. I will play through um, the 2018 God of War and then decide from there. But I am a bit partial if they do a steel book. Yeah. Now, my my thing that I have looked for, and someone's going to come up now and say it's a flip-flop edition, George, why don't you just pre-order that? I like to get the Sony exclusives with the Dark Horse art book, a steel book in a card slip. Uh, okay, yeah. Can't find one for God of War. Oh. Got one for Horizon. Great. Double box. Looks nice. Mirrors the mm. Horizon Zero Dawn box, the little red pull that pulls it all out of the case, all that sort of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but not seeing one for God of War. So if someone with slightly more brains than me wants to piece that all together 
and come back to me, that would be amazing. Mm. And I'll order that as well because I've just got the vanilla blue case coming to me at the moment, but I'm sure over yeah. time I'll, I'll pick it up. That's what I do. Mm. Don't blame me. Yeah. Sound buttoned yeah. up, isn't it? No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the release of it, definitely, from what I've seen so far. I mean, they're a bit slow with releasing bits and pieces, but if you look at a few of the reviewer scores and that so far, it looks pretty special. Mm. Well, it's hard to preview a game without giving too much away. And mm. let me tell you now, this game, you need to go into it blind. Mm-hmm. So this is about as much as we can get away with yeah. without ruining it. Because mm. some of the twists and turns in this, listen, just buckle up, sit down, get ready for one of the best experiences you've had. If you like the original, this just mm. picks it up, raises it a notch. Just when you think you know what's happening in the game, flips it on its head. And I think yeah. that's the theme of Ragnarok. Obviously, the original Norse tale of Ragnarok is one of uh, stunning defeat, people learning to be more sort of grounded in 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 life. You know, everyone has a, a Ragnarok in their life where everything you thought you knew suddenly changes, be it a life experience, work experience or whatever. And you basically reboot and have to learn about yourself and rebuild yourself from a point of uh, something you thought you never were going to do. You know, as mm-hmm. someone once said to me, life never stays the same. And in God of War Ragnarok, that very much applies to our mm-hmm. good friend Kratos and his son Atreus. So buckle up, get yourself Brilliant. ready for Wednesday. If you're listening to this show in 2025 how was god of war ragnarok why are you listening to this i hope you enjoyed it you know way more about it than we do right now um but fair play to you listening um one man that's excited for god of war (laughs) one man who's set (laughs) to capitalize on kratos merch uh amongst other things rustler's burgers rentals of associated dvds like thor Mm. and probably god of battle which is like some straight to dvd (laughs) i lobbed in with the guy with some red streaks on his face waving some chains about uh (laughs) just different enough not to uh provoke sony's ira in court but certainly close enough for a kid to be able to work out this is based around his favorite game it's the ray now, last week, someone in the Ponsonbury family um, sold some shares, and we actually managed to record the sound of Ray's spectral horse that I heard. Mm. Uh, I don't know what vehicle you saw him arrive in, but I can't simultaneously record three different noises from three people's own brain patterns, retrospectively <laughs> edit those out and put them in the show. Uh, I think we'll just stick with the car from now on. I think so. He's down at the bottom of the yard. Mm-hmm. He's broke Wayne Ray out of retirement. I thought he was dead. Someone correct me. Here's a community correction for you. In the law of the show, is Wayne dead or alive? I don't know. Either oh. which way, he's had a buzz cut. It looks like a treus. He's got a kid's bow and arrow on his back. Here he comes. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy about a friend all this week. These are the new release highlights for the week, November 7th to November 13th, 2022. Listeners, these are out in digital or physical or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be. Oh, they could be, sir. They could be region dependent. Spring stop. Wow. 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 <laughs> I'm seeing the sledge. It sounded like a car. 
Ray's got out. I've never noticed his chest being so big and hulking before, and the mm. blonde mullet has been replaced by a zero blade buzz cut. Mm. And it looks like his wife has gone back in with the bick and fully scalped Ray. Mm. Are you seeing this, or are you seeing something completely different? I'm seeing sort of a slightly smaller Kratos with a Lambert and Butler. And the he looks, he does look good. I mean, that's going to sell, that's going to sell a few copies out of the boot of his boot. He's putting the effort in. He's putting I the like effort it. in. Mm. I've never noticed how strangely engrossing his nipples are before. I'm more worried about Wayne without Baron Arrow because he's going to have someone's eye out without in a minute. Yeah, he's got an asbo, Wayne, so no doubt you'll find that better than you. Is that what's around his ankle? Yeah, that's his tag. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought that was part of the, uh, the outfit, no. Even spectral yeah. apparitions from your own imagination. Have to conform to wearing a tag. The law's uh, the law, George. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you're absolutely. I, 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 I assume no ownership rights over this show. The fans and the law dictate to me what I can or cannot say and what I can or cannot <laughs> do. <laughs> Some would say they're handcuffs. I see them as law guides. Mm. You know. Yeah. Although I don't know whether Wayne's alive or dead, but at this point it doesn't matter anymore. No. Okay. In our eyes, he's alive, so... Let me let me reach round, reach down here in the boot. <laughs> Look at this. The Unliving PC, Ooh. November 7th, raised the fear as fierce and necromancer in the dark world of the Unliving. Lead your undead armies into the endless fight in this... Me lobbing it back in the boot. In this <laughs> road light, Ray, really? <laughs> I mean, really, pal. RPG game. Burn cities to ash with devastating spells. Slay epic bosses and turn your enemies into morbid servants. Right, let me have a look. Out of the way, Wayne. What we got here? <laughs> we have got a little to the left, PC, November the 8th. A little to the left is a cosy puzzle game that has you sort, stack, and organise household items into a pleasing arrangements while you keep an eye out for a mischievous cat with an inclination for chaos. Check out this playful and intuitive puzzler with 75-plus satisfying messes to tidy. Jeez. Wow. Uh, for- Move on. <laughs> Here it is. Football Manager 2023. Right. You've grown since last time I've seen you, but to maintain the effect, you're standing a further six feet away from your father to make you still look like a a slightly diminutive (laughs) human. Your attention to detail. Uh, Wayne, sorry, Atreus is second to none. Football Manager 2023 out on PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PC, Switch, Stadia, and CFAX coming November 8th. Grade your managerial game with new levels of authenticity and immersion in Football Manager 23. Your journey towards footballing glory awaits. Mm. I tell you what, this next one, I mean, they've gone all in on the blurb. Yeah, I was going to say, it's my mummy, mummy, especially with this amazing uh, text they've put here. It's it's incredible. They're really selling it, aren't they? Yeah. There you go. I've got it. That's... uh, Sonic Frontiers, PC, P, uh, PS5, Xbox Series of Consoles, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, November the 8th. 
experience Sonic like never before. That's it. Exclamation mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. What have we got here? Oh, we got it early. That's why we <laughs> like the Ray. We nice. got it. I'm still paying full price for it, but we got it early. It's mm. got a war Ragnarok coming out on the PS5 to PS4 and put it in upside down, smear a little bit of toothpaste in the disc tray. It's going to work on your PS2 and 1 as well. November 9th, <laughs> a father and son. <laughs> okay. A father and son gather allies across nine realms as enemy Norse gods prepare for war, explore stunning mythical landscapes and battle fearsome Norse gods and monsters. Do you know what? It's brand new. Okay. Still sealed. I just yeah. threw it on the ground because that's wow. what nonchalant celebrity podcasters do. They take something of value exactly. and they desecrate it in front of you to showcase wealth and strength. Exactly. Next, that I'm going to fill. I'm going to fill. Yeah, I'm going to fill mm. a swimming pool with all beasts because that's how I separate myself from the mortals. That's how you roll. God of War Ragnarok. Right. This broken case on the floor is my mummy, mummy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sony Even Santa Monica, for, for, for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks for the early release. Let's have a look in here. We've got City Bus Manager PC, November the 10th. Build your own bus depot from scratch and create your personal bus routes in City Bus Manager. Play your own hometown or famous city in the world with real map data. Buy buses, maintain them, take care of your staff and lead your own bus company to become the number one in town. Slick. Uh, Fabulo once upon a space time on PC, November 10th, crossblades with space knights in an <laughs> Ray. <laughs> really, Ray? I know you're the you're the show, but really? It's an epic roguelike where the futuristic and the medieval collide. Battle loot and upgrade your way across the galaxy. Sounds good. Mm. Uh Lunastus, PC Switch, November 10th. Lunastus is a linear 3D platformer that is heavily inspired by the 32-bit era of yesteryear. Follow Hannah and Tanuki on her adventure. Mm. I think in that when you play a fox or similar, a cat, maybe a ginger cat, I don't really mm. know, but all these games are starting to get a little bit samey tuning, mm, whatever else. Yeah. Like, come on, guys, if you want to do a Zelda clone. Mm. Uh, police simulator patrol officers. This is a real cross-section of gamer. Uh, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One, November 10th. Welcome to Brighton. It's the American Brighton, so just chill out. Join the police force for this fictitious American city and experience the day-to-day life of a police officer. Mm. Shadow of the Guild, PC, November 10th. Side-scroll and beat up with an epic story. You are Yuran, an assassin with powerful skills of a mage and a warrior combined. Attack from the shadows, cast powerful spells, and destroy your enemies with powerful strikes. Wow, okay. Hidden mm-hmm. through... T- you take Hidden Through Time, because the other one is actually going to be my other mummy mummy. Okay. Hidden Through Time, Definitive Edition, PS4, Switch, November the 11th. Hidden Through Time is a cute game of hide-and-seek with objects scattered throughout the wonderful history of our world. Use cryptic hints to discover every secret as you explore the colourful hand-drawn levels, find enough objects to advance to the next stage, and make your way through all four great ages. Tactics Ogre Reborn. I'm going to have this as my supplementary mummy mummy it's uh, on the <laughs> pc ps5 ps4 and switch november the 11th based on the 2010 release the game features improved graphics and sounds as well as an updated games design 
uh, bring into life a new tactics ogre that remains true to its roots. Tactics ogre veterans will experience a game that surpasses their fondest memories while playing uh, players new to tax ogre. Ta- Tax ogre, tax ogre is a game <laughs> where other ogres, yeah, you come for your money, have your tax ogre, uh, will discover a game unlike any they've ever played. Reborn and deeper than ever, the game enables players to immerse themselves in the world and intrigue a tactics ogre like never before. Also coming out, tax ogre, Shadow of Mordor, November the eleventh, <laughs> DLC. You thought you could keep all that money for yourself? <laughs> well, you were wrong, pink skin. <laughs> Uh, okay, with that slip up done and mm-hmm. covered up, Ray mm-hmm. disappeared faster than he appeared, but with a small crackle of lightning and that smell of petrichor, the smell mm-hmm. of damp soil you normally mm-hmm. get after rain. Those that know the way the show works out, and much love to Elliot's mum and Roast Space Monk and Boba Loba, uh, it's time for me to ask you what you're hoping to play, RGT. Um. Or Nino Cooney 2. I'm going to crack on with that. And since all this God of War talk, I'm really, really tempted to go back to my save and try and get that done. And then, do, uh, do it. Yeah. And then I think end of next week, I'm probably going to order Ragnarok, I think. Okay. And get on with that. And I'll also, yeah, I'll get another. Uh, get another opal fruit ready for next week. I don't know, but that's the new name. Okay. <laughs> Midget gems, opal fruits, it's the way it evolved. Yeah. It just naturally happened. Definitely. What about you, George? What are you hoping to play? I I'm hoping to play. Imagine. Uh, imagine. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> some God of War. Um, yeah. Obviously, we've got Ray's version here. It's probably going to transpire to be a fake cover with the PS2 version in the box. So it'll probably take me about six hours of continuous play before I realise I'm not playing what I thought I was playing. Classic Ray move. Uh, after that, I'll wait for the proper game to arrive and I'll play and thoroughly enjoy that. Give you my thoughts mm-hmm. on it next Saturday. Uh, next next weekend, whenever the show comes yeah. out, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm a celebrity podcast. I, I don't have any bearing on time or space anymore. Well, you're nocturnal now, aren't you? So you got all muddled up with your, your days. And I've kind of forced myself into a nocturnal lifestyle. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah, probably stab another couple of pink skins in shadow of whatever it is, War or Mordor, both the same. <laughs> really, it doesn't matter at this point. Mm-hmm. But the sequel, which is Shadow of War, play a little bit of that. Mm. probably shake a stick at the PS3 just for fun, because that's what yep. I do. Uh, and that would be about it. Uh, mm, hopefully nice. next time we can uh, welcome the mighty Bobby boy back. Yeah, uh, get well I soon, hope Bobby. Hope well. you feel yes, better. Get well soon. Mm. But the trifecta means that we never miss an episode anymore. And one yep. day there's going to be a George-less episode of the UCP. It's going to do gangbuster numbers, let's face it. Uh, probably herald my <laughs> retirement from podcasting, probably <laughs> no. overnight. Uh, there's only one man with a feature in Retro Gamer magazine. And to be honest, in a CV where you and I compare with each other in a head-to-head, that's your special move. And I succumb to it like uh, a <laughs> slug to salt. <laughs> right. Simple. A great comparison, that is. Yeah, it's kind of what Slug I want to say. Yeah, I'd shrivel up, I'd go inverted, I'd feel like I couldn't probably wee in the stall, probably <laughs> six six counties away from you. But like, I'm busting. Hang on a minute. RGT <laughs> could be weeing right now, therefore I can't. Uh, and, and probably on that phallus holding bombshell, that's all we have time for this week, <laughs> listeners. As always, thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. Remember, there's nothing. 
There's absolutely nothing wrong with being given a small cable on your unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. Mm. See you later, RGT. See you, George.